welcome everyone to this TV episode of Manufacturing Talk Radio. Brian's glad to have you here with us. And we're going to talk about 2021. What's it going to look like for manufacturing? With me is Lou Weiss, who is a manufacturer at All Metals and Forge Group. He's also the sponsor for Manufacturing Talk Radio and host on this show. Lou, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's always fun doing this with you. We make so much money at it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, the big question is, what's 2021 going to look like? And despite what we might be reading in various uh, news reports coming out of uh, industry sectors, I'm not as convinced that it's going to be as rosy as everyone is predicting. How about you, Lou? Well, I guess you've been doing the same kind of introspective thinking over the past week. Uh, as I have, uh, you know, my being home for four days in a row is like unheard of. Uh, I'm usually in the, uh, in the facility or the offices. Uh, that being said, uh, I've really been dwelling. I knew we were going to do this show, and uh, I, I collected certain information and reports and so on. Uh, and you and I do the ISM reports, and we do uh, uh, a couple of other reports, uh, strategist, 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 is that it? Strategist. Right. So um, thinking about and talking about what's coming down the road uh, for manufacturing, which represents a you and I have claimed per year represents about 30% of our economy. Uh, it's no small number, so it's really quite important. But beyond, but manufacturing relies on other industries uh, to generate the products and revenue and so that they need. I'm, I'm sort of looking at this coming year as the, or maybe two years, uh, of the, the reconstruction of the American Republic, uh, and not talking politics, just talking about what needs to be done to reconstruct this country to a different place than where it is now. And if part of that is politics, so be it. But the other thing is, you know, we have uh, infrastructure, we have uh, financial issues. Uh, not so much concerned about the national debt because that's never going to get paid anyway. But there's, you know, we've had COVID. Uh, I could go, I, three days I thought about this. Yeah, there's a lot of subject matter we could go on for hours. Um, there are a number of things that could upset the economy. Uh, I think it's in a fragile state at the moment. If we manage to get people inoculated against COVID and back to work, that will help. But... There are a lot of people across the country who, because they've been out of work, they don't aren't getting a paycheck. The uh, payroll protection program didn't put the equivalent money in their pocket and they haven't been paying their rent or they've had an abatement on their mortgage. That bill's coming due. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna handle that after almost a year of not making payments if they haven't made payments. Some people have kept up with, but that could blow up consumer spending. And as you know, consumer spending is 
70% of the economy. And I don't care what bill Congress passes, there's no way they can fund every mortgage across the country or rent bill for the last nine months. So as you know, last night they did pass that dribble of a bill. And uh, so basically what they did was they've uh, kept the people from falling off the cliff uh, or getting pushed off the cliff. They're hanging by their toenails. Uh, and, and you're right, it's uh, consumer uh, confidence and consumer spending, uh, which runs this whole uh, shebang. And, uh, you know, when you hear that new house sales have gone down for uh, the last two months, even though it's been up booming, um, it's not lasting, it's not going to last. I was going into the winter months and people aren't going to be buying houses. So that affects everything else down the line, up and down the river. Yep. So, I, so again, I'm, I'm sort of looking at this as uh, the reconstruction after the Civil War. Uh, and we, I kind of philosophize this, that it is or was a Civil War that we've just gone through. A political one, nonetheless, but you know, it divided our country uh, in so many ways. It's going to take forever to rebuild that. Uh, there's some people are still fighting the, the first one down like that. So, uh, the economy really relies on, uh, as you said, uh, consumer spending with consumer. consumer uh, you know, intent on uh, buying products. Uh, but other than that, uh, we had a long, long road to oh, Well, certainly we have a significant recovery to do in 2021, probably 2022. Uh, you can't just shut down a national economy or a global economy and not expect ripples uh, for quite some time. And I think that's what we're going to see. I, I'm not sure it's going to be smooth sailing. I agree with you that people are now running through their savings. The holiday season has passed. So now they're looking at January. Finances are going to be tough. Um, if anybody has been remortgaging their homes to get the lower rates, most of that has been done. So new home sales, new mortgages probably are not going to be booming in the future either, as, as you mentioned. So I expect that could be a drag on the economy. If a Biden administration puts back in um, the restrictions that were on manufacturing five years ago, uh, that could discourage manufacturers from putting up capital expenditures for expansion. So they may pull that back. Um, any of that begins to put too much of a drag on the economy, Lou, and with the R word that they tried to pitch in early 2019 and 2020 could come to fruition in 2021 as a recession. could be serious. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> there was a, another one of the uh, little bubbles that came up during the course of my three days of introspectiveness. Um, there's a, there's a whole movement that's been going on in this country now for several years, and it's called the reshoring movement. And they want to bring jobs back to America. 
which they've been doing. And where are they going to get jobs? They're bringing back the jobs, meaning work, product, but if no one is buying it, it doesn't do a thing. That's clearly the part of the problem is if you, <clears throat> you can bring the production back. But a lot of what we're going to see, Lou, as we have been talking with companies throughout 2020 and even back as far back as 2019, is that automation is beginning to displace jobs. And COVID certainly has displaced jobs. And I'm not sure that the production floors are going to be fully staffed as they were two years ago. They could be at half that level of staffing or a third that level of staffing. And even though some jobs have been displaced and you have people running machines with iPads, so they're being reskilled to do new things. I don't know where, where well, the, uh, the I issue can take that even I can take that even one step further. Uh, I was just reading uh, a report and basically it's about the robots running the robots. Now that's been one of the greatest fears that uh, the average <laughs> worker has dwelled on and is fearful of, is that, well, not, okay, so they bring in a robot, makes my job easier. Well, now they're gonna bring in another robot to replace me. And I'm not sure that's not gonna happen. So we'll all just live in the lap of luxury on some island, uh, having, uh, either vodka martini or Gibson and uh, the whole world is just going to change. Yeah, I don't know how much is going to uh, impact the manufacturing floor, but I think it's going to be quite a bit. So I think we'll see that shift. Uh, we could see a shift in policy that could affect manufacturing. We could see a pullback in capital expenditures and Sometime in the next week or so, we're going to be doing a report with Tim Fiore and Anthony Nieves about the, the ISM's forecast for 2021, which has been pretty good. The only fly in that ointment is that it's really looking at a measure of change from a, a, a rotten economy. I mean, an economy that was shut down, stopped. So I don't know that it's going to be as accurate as it has been in the past, but we'll have to see when we have that discussion with them. It should be very interesting. People should tune in for that because that's another facet of looking ahead in 2021. Uh, as you know, Tim, I've been following that report uh, since uh, oh God, it's the late 50s. They've been around since 1937. And and my business being a uh, manufactured metals industry, part of uh, you know, the SIC code and an industrial classification. And, you know, I follow that. I follow the ISM and, you know, very, very frankly, they, they look usually, usually, they're always right on top of it. Um, I don't necessarily believe the numbers uh, that we're seeing now because I think that what's keeping the numbers up is uh, one or two of the 18 industries that they track, that they're still outstandingly up against the whole average job. Uh, I could be wrong. That's my belief. I've looked at the numbers and frankly, I'm, I'm gonna put a 
put a money bet on it. And if uh, Anthony or uh, Tim see this before when you do the show, the bet is on. I'll bet you a double saw buck that the number is going down. Oh, the January number? The January number. Oh, it's going right, down. Well. A double saw buck for each of them. And uh, I'll pay right on the air when we interview them next week. Yes, you can use uh, the cash app and send the money directly to them. Right. <laughs> or Venmo or whatever they use these days. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's going to be another strange year and very different. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, the COVID, uh, hopefully COVID gets resolved. But now they got the new one, COVID-2. Yes, the uh, mutation. We'll have to see if the vaccine is as effective against the mutation. And this is very common with viruses. Unfortunately, this virus is pretty virulent. It does a lot of damage. It's not like the common cold. So we'll have to see as we march through 2021 if that Pfizer vaccine or Moderna or 19 others that are in development will knock down uh, this particular variant of COVID. I think the biggest unknown right now, Lou, is COVID and how, frankly, states, state governments and the federal government react to it. Um, there's an, a new tug of war going on that shutdowns don't slow the progress of the virus. Wearing masks don't slow the progress of the virus. I mean, more people are wearing masks today than were wearing them in March of, 20, of 2020, and yet the virus is exploding. So well, that there's nothing to me, But that has more to do with people not wearing a mask and express, period. Well, no proof of that so far. And matter of fact, the scientists are saying just the opposite. And Biden's going to listen to the scientists. So we're going to see who's listening to who as this thing rolls out. This is a tough nut to crack. COVID is going to be difficult for the world economy and particularly in the United States. The, you know, the strongest economy in the world is struggling. And that means, as you know, Lou, with our exports and imports, the ripple effect is going to hit every other economy around the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the one that's going to become the strongest is China. Yes, China has their own plan to supplant us as the world economic power and the world superpower. And yeah, I guess they're making pretty good progress along those lines. Yeah, they are. They are. So this is what... Uh, you know, 2021 is going to look like. It's the reconstruction of the American Republic, uh, taking into account everything from around the corner to uh, the other side of the planet. Uh, it's, a, it's an awesome, awesome uh, uh, challenge that we have going for us. And unfortunately, there aren't enough people yet buying in and understanding we're talking about saving uh, the planet, saving humanity. I mean, these are monumental issues. And we're diddling with somebody wants a signature on a check. I mean, 
Sorry, couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are clearly massive issues. And as we have discussed before, each group has their own science um, to support their particular point of view. Right. Uh, it's unfortunate that there isn't one set of facts to go by. Uh, at least not that's been presented any time, any place in the last 20 years. Right. So it's just going to be interesting to see how we deal with that going forward. You know, manufacturing, I think, will continue to churn along in a pretty healthy state in 2021. But I don't think we're going to see three and four uh, percent on GDP growth. We could be oh. again in the one and two range. Never happened. Never happened. Uh, you know, China claims that they've got, uh, you know, 8%. That's down from 12. Uh, but who knows their numbers? You know, between fiddling with the numbers and fiddling with the uh, monetary system. So this, this, we're all being uh, used and manipulated by the power structure, which is money uh, around the world. No doubt. No doubt. And unfortunately, it's also affected the mainstream news media. I'm not a fan of any channel at this point, other than you know some of the things that we try to put together, Lou, and share with our listeners, because it's terribly, terribly jaded, either terribly jaded left or terribly jaded right. And there doesn't seem to be any kind of news reporting as you and I experienced growing up uh, that was pretty even-handed uh, and pretty factual. Uh, now it's it's journalistic uh, jabber. Uh, they're just having a fun time presenting things the way they want to present them. And so we're not really getting hard news. We're getting hard opinions. Yep. Yep. And it's, uh, that's not going to change much. Uh, you know, the last four years, uh, media has had a picnic uh, in terms of uh, uh, subject matter. Uh, you know, a scandal a day will keep the bill collector away. Uh, and that seems to be working pretty good. Uh, I think that's about to change, though, after a couple of months. Um, We'll have to see how, uh, uh, not speaking politically, of course, uh, see how the next administration uh, gets through the first 100 days. Yeah, that'll be incredibly important for manufacturing, for the U.S. economy, for this rebuild. Because as ISM points out, even though their number is a month-over-month -month change, Right. And for the most part, it will be above 50. It will vary between, I think their high has been 63 and their low might be above 50. Um, it's going to bounce around in that range. But we'll just have to see if uh, the, it's really a measure of monthly change. And we're not back to pre-COVID days. We're not back to the end of 2019 with a booming economy. We have some pockets doing well. We have some change happening, but it's a long way to get back to where we were before this hit. 
if that even happens. Uh, I mean, we're talking about, you know, I've heard numbers like 10 years for us to break through uh, the blockade that exists. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as far as uh, creating jobs, you know, the Franklin Roosevelt New Deal uh, got us out of a real dilemma. And then, of course, the war started, and then we were cooking, you know, uh, business uh, all over the country was doing extremely well. But the, the point is that uh, there are jobs. We do have people. They're bringing people back from bringing jobs back to reshore here. Uh, start the reconstruction as a, a federal uh, project or some sub subcontracted to local uh, organizations and get, get the thing going. Uh, you can put millions of people to work. And one of the other things that we see, and you and I have seen over the last several years, about women in the workplace and women in manufacturing. Uh, as uh, some of you know, we do have a, a show called Women in Manufacturing, WAM, uh, and it's uh, all about, uh, obviously, women and in manufacturing and business. And uh, they, they, like in the Second World War, uh, probably, I would say, helped us in the war because if it wasn't for the women working you know with the rosie the riveters and you know them we've had two on our show over the past couple of years uh they're still amazing people um, so you got to use the amazing people the empowered people to move this country forward no question Luke. anything else you want to add before we wrap this up yeah, I think we're facing uh, a reconstruction of the American Republic. And think of that as a positive. And we'll put that, we're going to put that out. That, that belongs to MCR. <laughs> <Yeah, all right. laughs> we'll make a lot of money with it. <laughs> well, we certainly appreciate everyone tuning in and following us on these video events. We're going to be doing more of these in 2021. Manufacturing Talk Radio is going to probably be converting largely to video. We'll have still audio pieces, but it'll probably be the audio from the video that we post on Manufacturing Talk Radio, also on the C-Suite Network. So come to our sites and check us out at jacketmediaco.com. You'll find links to all of our shows, this show, Manufacturing Talk Radio, the WAM podcast that Lou just mentioned, which is Women and Manufacturing, Hazard Girls, which talks about women in unusual roles in business and industry, uh, Where's Willie with William Miller, who travels the country and talks to us from the manufacturing floors themselves, the production sites. And Manufacturing Matters with Cliff Walden, an economist who talks about what is happening in manufacturing and why manufacturing matters. As always, thank you for listening to this episode. And Happy New Year to all. To all, yeah. Thanks, Lou.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.